Hello. Hello. Oh wow, I sound like I'm on the radio. Yeah, that's you, that's because you kind of are. All oh, right. Sounds like um, it's better mics than the one I'm used to. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially your your headset thing you had last time. It's the content that matters. Bart, can you notify the people on the on the old Facebook post that there's a new? Since I I cannot. What do you want me to say to them? Go away. No, <laughs> redirect them to the to the correct one. Uh, so, uh, Manuel. Hello. Hello. Are, are you also live streaming this? <laughs> uh, different angle, right? I think they found it. Dennis has found it. Dennis found it. Dennis Sorry, found guys. It. Hey, Dennis. So we, we were actually on a cable connection here, <laughs> but uh, apparently that didn't, didn't work. And everyone here um, is apparently on the same Wi-Fi network as that our cable is on. So The wonders of, of live streaming, right? Yeah. You kn- w- which you know all about. I know all about it. We ran Conversion World. And uh, that was uh, a technical nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no conversion world anymore. Why do you think? (laughs) Well, thank you for your patience. Yeah, by the way. Hello. Who are you? Who am I or how am I? (laughs) Well, who are you? So uh, I am a um, experimentation evangelist that stands on rooftops screaming out, you should be testing better. And you should be testing more efficiently. How's it going for you? Not very well. I think I need to come down on the ground and talk to people. But that's yeah. why you're sitting on the chair right now. Yeah, right now. Exactly. And then later I'll go out and tell them about that stuff. That makes sense. Hopefully they'll stick around. Hopefully. Yeah. And um, why are you over here? So uh, I got invited to the Dutch uh, CRO Awards. Yep. And I've prepared my talk in English. <laughs> <laughs> Clue should have been in the name, right? <laughs> It should have been. It should have been. I should have brushed up on my Dutch. So far, uh, Facebook autocomplete has been helping with it. But <laughs> don't think it'll help me with my talk. Fair enough, fair enough. So what are you going to talk about? So uh, the thing I'm talking about is how, well, without revealing too much immediately before the talk well, is announced. No, but you know, th- that's what the previous guest said yeah, too. But, but I, I, I have a pretty strong feeling that people listening to the <laughs> live stream are not here. <laughs> no, and I'm fair guessing enough. that they're not in the room actually listening to us. Maybe that's <laughs> why the co- the connection crashed. <laughs> yeah, everyone's on the Wi-Fi listening to the <laughs> live stream in the same location. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so the the, the content of the talk is, um, well, it's about how to take conversion optimization to the next level. Okay. Um, everywhere where we go, in our own little bubbles, our communities, our Facebook groups, our um, conferences, etc., there's a whole emphasis on the technical aspects of CRO and the, the, the experiments we run and the uplifts and stuff like that. But I think there's a world out there that conversion optimization is still yet to make a big impact on, which is the business they work in. <laughs> yeah. right? And you might say, yeah, but they are doing some really good tests and stuff. But more and more, what I keep hearing is that conversion optimizers are complaining about, we don't have buy-in, we don't have dev resources, uh, how, why am I getting asked about uh, to prove my ROI every time? Right? Those are questions that are coming from what I've thought of as well-established CRO programs. So why is that happening? And so in this talk, I'm going to explore that and also touch upon this topic of culture of experimentation, which I believe is a waste of time. Yep. But if it's done incorrectly, as it is being done right now, that's when it's a waste of time. Uh, it's like, um, let's say, um, you know, you, a weight loss guru, a diet guru says, how can I lose weight? Well, eat healthy. Great. Yes. But how do <laughs> I eat healthy? What do I eat healthy? Nothing, nothing, you know, there's no kind of direction and stuff. 
So over the last two years at Effective Experiments, we've been observing and working with uh, customers and people that we know and trying to really understand what works and what doesn't work and to create a structured approach to getting this culture of experimentation and addressing these problematic uh, recurring problems that come up every time, buy-in, the resources and stuff, because all of that is the symptom of the problem, which is, well, CROs, conversion optimization is still a silo within marketing, yeah. within uh, a department. And my job, standing on top of that rooftop, is trying to shout and get people to see that there is actually a, a bigger business that needs to understand the value of it. Because I'm a firm believer in experimentation. It is a driver for innovation. But we can't be just be scratching the surface. We need to be doing more. And so yep. that's the, the content of the talk. Going to be sharing the framework called the CAVE model. Oh, nice. Yeah, I couldn't come up with anything else, so cave it is. <laughs> cave it and, is. Um, and, um, rooftops, caves. Rooftops, caves, what next? Them subways next, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's basically what I'm talking about. Okay, so, and, and so do you have the feeling that uh, CRO specialists are approaching it wrong? Are they, Look, are they not approaching, not looking at culture or doing it wrong? Or So it's not that they're doing it wrong. No one, no one goes into a job to say, yeah, I'm going to do it wrong today. They're going in with the best intentions. And as I said, the gurus out there, the, the, the people out there that are putting on blogs and stuff are, are basically talking about the right things. Like we should be growing a culture of experimentation. We should be sharing stuff. We should be uh, getting people involved in our testing programs. That is all well-intentioned stuff. But when they go out there and try and do it, they're basically in this boardroom where people are yawning and, and completely yeah, unengaged, so right? And this is not just a, a, a problem for CRO, it's a problem for SEO, it's a problem for PPC. And the key thing that they, uh, we forget, and as I said earlier, we're in, we're in a bubble, right? We're sat in this bubble where we are patting ourselves on the backs and saying, wow, you did a good test. Oh, you did a good test. Look at my test. And everyone's like, we've, we've elevated ourselves with this false sense of, amazement that we're, we're doing stuff and and my friend tim stewart has a really good uh, take on this he says we CRO, we think of ourselves as avengers right the superheroes but we're actually we should be agents of shield which is the low level people that are that are doing the hard work to get the stuff done and so we need to take our own egos out of it and really make that difference in the organization and going back to uh, do they uh, that's my question what's the main problem with uh, let's say having one full-time uh, CRO uh, in your company and then doing tough, uh, testing things out, doing user research yeah. and then sharing that. What What's the main so issue with that? The main issue is this, right? You you mentioned you were from an SEO background as well. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Um, and let's say you went and, and let's say three of us, right? A PPC, an SEO and a CRO walks into a bar. <laughs> yeah, or a cafe. or. or yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But... Um, like you could you could tell me all about your your tags and your technical SEO and I'll be like okay, now listen to my amazing stuff, and then the PPC person say okay good now listen to my amazing stuff. What's happening over there? You're listening in one ear and then you're just trying to shout out about what you're doing. That's basic human behavior. You want to show how valuable you are, right? And the other person, putting it plainly, doesn't care, mm -hmm. right? This is human behavior because everyone because he's thinking what what's in it for me you got one of my slides on there so that's on one of my <laughs> sorry slides. that's fine they're, they're not watching it, so yeah exactly right so what's in it for me yeah so this is why people in, in that boardroom are there 
the other another slide that I share in in this talk as well is sharing stuff right i've done all this work i'm sharing putting it on dashboards putting it on on email reports and stuff if if i walk past massive tv screens with stock market information it's being shared yeah. but i don't know it's, I don't, it's been uh, being transmitted yeah it's being <laughs> transmitted but it's not being transmitted there because i don't follow the stock market i don't yeah. i don't have any understanding of the stock market and i i'm not, i have no interest in the stock market so you could put it up all day and i'll be like whatever right so this is it it's the same thing that's happening in organizations when we're being told to share all we're doing is we're trying to get the stuff out push it out there and people are walking past because they've got to run to their next meeting yeah right so it's not that they're doing it wrong it's they're missing a few steps before that think of it if you're if you're um planning a ma- uh, to run a marathon right you're planning to run a marathon do you start running straight away you know full speed or whatever you take different steps your nutrition or whatever everything needs to happen before you're fit enough to go and run that marathon and what i feel is it's not that they are doing it wrong is they've missed out a lot of the steps sorry i'm going way back yeah. uh, they've missed out a lot of the steps before that which is which results in people not caring correct correct so i you know as i said that sharing stuff is great but it's like whoa yeah. it looks like we have a winner i'm not sure what, which category it says it, is, th- it says thank you <laughs> all right thank you <laughs> thank you it. just thank you all right. was for so, you man so i don't know as one i'm not Let's sure it, it's not a slide and so i don't know oh i think um who's uh um, i see a rocket yeah The music I, I is nice. Know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so would you uh, say that, for example, the differences between uh, CRO running a test about, um, I don't know, a unique selling point, and then not saying to different uh, departments like SEO, like uh, we found that this USP is better or worse in in these cases than this one, or is it um, saying? We found that this USB works better than this USB, and maybe for SEO you can do this or that with it. That is, is that, that second approach is a lot better, right? Yeah. But again, it's it's about getting people involved even before that, right? right. Because again, it's uh, we ran a podcast conversionations. I'll just plug that in, anyways. Yeah. Um, so uh, in that podcast, there was this guy called Alex Abel, uh, and he said, really, that problem of what's in it for me can be solved really easily. Well, I say easily; it does take time. But you have to go out and actually talk to people, not about your stuff, but about learning about your stuff. So when I'm sat with you, I want to learn, you know, about your SEO work. I want to learn about what your KPIs are, what your challenges are. We're making conversation, we're building that connection. But more importantly, I'm understanding the context which, with which I need to approach you with. Yeah. Because then, if I come in and say, "Oh, I found this USP," it's because I have learned in that conversation that we had that that is important to you. Yep. And if I can help you meet your goal, you will help me meet my goal, right? And so conversion optimization, there are, there's two aspects of it. Mm-hmm. There's the functional aspect. You can't be without that, right? Uh, but but is it mainly about uh, doing that with uh, your colleagues on the same level, or is it also uh, everyone in the organization? Well, at some point or the other, right? And that's what takes time, and that's what takes the effort. So there's two aspects of it. There's the the functional aspect of experimentation, which is your mm-hmm. you know running an A/B test, doing your research, writing up your reports, and all that kind of stuff. And the second aspect, which I feel is not being done enough or done properly, is the transformational aspect. 
Because what is conversion optimization at the end of the day, at the core of it? What is it? It's about improving your business, improving the business, it's innovation. It's about business transformation. It's yeah. not about moving widgets on the page. It's not no. about if we think as optimizers, right? When we're optimizing a page, we optimize it for the benefits. We're not optimizing it for the features. We're optimizing it for the benefits. Mm -hmm. Similarly, the work we do, it's not about, yeah, we run some A-B tests. We're helping the business understand the customers. We're helping on, uh, move, you know, the, the revenue move up, helping them retain customers and so on and so forth. Even it can go as far as creating new business models or That's uh, adjusting Ex the yeah. subscription model yeah. you have completely. Correct. But the challenge that we face now, and this is something that Jeffrey Eisenberg, who coined Conversion yeah. said way back in, in 2016 when I ran Conver uh, Conversion World, he said, Conversion optimizers are seen as like the dirt under the fingernails of pe people. And they haven't been given a seat at the table. The table where C-level makes all those big decisions, right? All those big decisions are made. But where are the conversion optimizers over there? It's They're weird like because there's already a C in the name. I mean, yeah, so... We, we, we started yeah. out with three-letter acronym starting with a C. We started out right. Yeah. Hey, that, yeah. That's, a, that's a different topic, right? Because <laughs> because there's we, we had this whole thing about should we be calling it yep. CRO? And then we said, no, we should be calling it BRO, business rate optimization. <laughs> yeah. And some terrible acronyms I going know, around. I know. So. Um, but, but that's for the, uh, the you know, the, the bigger companies, the, the guys that have teams for this and teams yep. for that. And what about the smaller companies? So here's the interesting thing. When I've talked to smaller companies and, you know, people with one CRO and stuff, yeah. they feel that they shouldn't need to do all this stuff because they're small. They don't really need to do that. Yeah. But my, um, you know, my honest answer to them is you need to do it even more. You need to do it even more because if you want to scale up, if you have any ambition to scale up, if you have any ambition to bring people on, you need to be setting those foundations down ASAP. You can't just, you know, say like, I'm going to do the technical work. It's important. There's no two ways about it, right? Mm -hmm. But to make it successful, there's a lot more that isn't being done. And this is, you know, primarily the core uh, thing of my talk. Uh, and we're also going to be introducing this new concept, uh, a, a word we've coined based on the findings we've had, and we're calling it experimentation ops. It's a collection. It's basically it defines all the processes, the people, and the the work that needs that goes in with one aim. Yeah. And that aim is about helping the business understand the value of experimentation and changing that culture, right? Because ultimately, what have we seen? We've seen that if there's the right culture, if there's the right experimentation mindset, you will get ideas from everywhere. You'll get people willing to give you those resources because they know <coughs> the value of testing. But doesn't, I mean, that I, I agree, but doesn't that mean that maybe you're at the wrong conference? Maybe Sh I am. Shouldn't you be at a conference for, for CEOs? Maybe or I for should. For I, I, did, I did ask you that, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. But what I'm trying to do is trying to inspire... Yeah this crowd because this is an award show right and they're already buzzing about the good work and i want to inspire them to take it to that next level because exactly. what i don't want to see is people being fired because they've not proven the value of cro i don't want to see teams being disbanded i don't want to see cro being seen as like second fiddle to marketing yeah yeah we do some cro something like that yeah so yeah. I, I want i want the people in this room to be valued and you know like if they are trying to change the business, they're trying to explore new business models, these are the people they, they, that should be approached. How can we test this business model? How can we improve it? Right now, if all we're doing is moving stuff around the page, 
we'll end up becoming a commodity. I mean, SEO went through that. Uh, I don't know where it is now, but it did go through that first page of Google, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so as CRO as well, we, we, we might end up being the same thing, like yeah. a commodity. And that's what I'm keen to avoid. So, so what's the, the happy end of your story? The happy end is that framework, man. <laughs> give them some action points. Yeah. yeah. Seems really the, the happy. Uh, no, the happy end is you. You should do more work. Yeah, definitely. yeah. No, but <laughs> to um, ingrain CRO into the entire business, the f- and you as a CRO consultant or or as somebody who works in that field is the first person who should start doing yeah. that. Even as a team of one, it's your responsibility to set the ground rules and set the set the foundations for it. Just because you're small, doesn't mean that you and and a lot of it is not to do with like hard work. It's all about being disciplined and setting those structures, setting the, the processes. Because a lot of the times where I speak to people at Effective Experiments, we're all about process, we're all about structure and stuff. And when people approach us, they're like, well, we don't have any structure, or it's all over the place. Why is it all over the place? Well, we didn't really, at that time, it didn't worry us, right? And that's my point. It's like, that early on, if, you're, if you don't think about it, when it's, if I compare it to this analogy, continuing down that road and trying to change it as you're going, right? That's yeah. not possible. Yeah. So if well, you, don't you have no idea what we can do with a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> you dutchies. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, so that, that's essentially the message. To it. It's, it's, it, it, is a, it is a positive thing. I'm not trying to talk down any people. There's some good work being going on over here. And do, do you think it would help if a CRO, for example, uh, when they come up with ideas or prioritize or things like that, um, basically go to the SEO team or PPC or yeah. whatever team and ask them, what are your struggles? And can maybe I can run an experiment to help yeah. you get an answer. Do yeah. you think that's a good definitely, idea? Definitely, definitely. You know, you want to do it, you want to do it really casual first rather than go and tell them, like, what do you want, right? So the casual things is like, again, those coffees or lunch, lunch and learn sessions, keeping it really casual and it's the agenda is like knowledge sharing right yeah and you start with that you don't start with work you start with making it fun and then gradually they will come to you and they'll say hey i've got this problem can you help me validate this then you know you're onto a winner and here's the thing it's not going to happen overnight you'll have lots of coffees you'll have lots <laughs> of lunches and everything and you may not see any change but it'll happen over time that's what i say it's the discipline and maintaining that consistency and that's where you'll, you'll start seeing the winners. When you talk about uh, it takes some time. can take years, man. <laughs> can take years. But this is, this is what I feel like a CRO, when they join an organization, there has to be a plan for a long term with that CRO. Unless, yes. unless there's something really bad about that person and they're really rubbish at their job, that person should be there for many years. Yeah. Because you can't transform a business with a one-year contract. Right, but that but that's something we need to change on the management level, right? Correct. So that's Correct. not something that that, that single person that. No. that has a six month or no. twelve month contract. No, you can't do that. And that I feel those those type of contracts are something that as a CRO you should avoid as well, just because it doesn't give you an enough breathing room yeah. to make change on the testing level, let alone the transformational level, right? Yeah. So you kind of put yourself in a corner al- already. I know it's a job, and people want that job, and I might be being a bit naive and idealistic and saying don't go for those jobs but the only way we can make that change is by setting those rules i mean if you think of it um how are people hiring right now because if cro is so new right 
management's just like, oh yeah, we need a CRO because they can increase our conversions and stuff, right? Yeah. That's the mindset. They don't know any better. So when you said I should be talking to CEOs and CMOs, yeah, I think I should be because I should be helping them understand how to hire better, how to set those expectations, what to expect from the CRO, you know, how long should they be working? That's the key uh, over here. And so the change has to happen on both levels. It's not like just these guys changing the way they work and their management's like whatever. And helping companies become an, uh, uh, avoid becoming the next Kodak by really understanding what they do, what, yeah. what visitors value. Yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. And, and um, I, you know, hopefully, as I said, these guys can be inspired to take it back. But if we start on this level, right, we can't change that level sometimes immediately. We're trying to do business transformation, right? It doesn't happen overnight. But if these guys start putting in those practices in the company, the management starts seeing it. They start becoming more aware of it. Once you unlock that awareness, that's when you can start making that change. Yeah, yeah. Does does that? I can imagine that uh, at Effective Experiments. I mean, it's a tool. It's a project management tool for for CRO. Uh, and I can imagine that uh, when when uh, <laughs> I think there's not our watch uh, show. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think the stream is down. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to go and jump into a song or something. Just yeah, like. yeah, that would be nice. So, but, but Manuel, so um, uh, when companies uh, need your tool, if they already have a CRO program um, and they, they think, okay, everything is really messed up, we need something to fix this, then they come to you. But I can imagine that's the tool is not the, solu- <laughs> the, the solution. The, the tool is not the solution. And yeah. I've, I've also told them that because sometimes and I've turned people away because of this, is because they come in with that mentality of like, hey, we need this automatic solution that can fix us. And I tell them, no, our tool is centralizing stuff and it facilitates stuff. I want the people in this room to be valued. And you know, like if they are trying to change the business, they're trying to explore new business models, these are the people that should be approached. How can we test this business model? How can we improve it? Right now, if all we're doing is moving stuff around the page we'll end up becoming a commodity i mean seo went through that uh, i don't know where it is now but it did go through that first page of google all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. and so as cro as well we 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 might end up being the same thing like yep. a commodity and that's what i'm keen to avoid so so what's the the happy end of your story the happy end is that framework man <laughs> is give them some action points yeah yep. Seems really the, the uh, happy the no, happy end is you you should do more work. Yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> people just leave after that. Right? I need to get some more work done. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, let them get drinks first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a good. That'll be a good thing. So basically, the the uh, the final message is try to um, ingrain CRO into the entire business, the f- and you as a CRO consultant or or uh, somebody who works in that field is the first person who should start doing yeah. that. Even as a team of one, it's your responsibility to set the ground rules and set the set the foundations for it. Just because you're small doesn't mean that you... And, and a lot of it is not to do with like hard work. It's all about being disciplined and setting those structures, setting the, the processes. Because a lot of the times where I speak to people at Effective Experiments, we're all about process, we're all about structure and stuff. And when people approach us, they're like, well, we don't have any structure, or it's all over the place. Why is it all over the place? Well, we didn't really, at that time, it didn't worry us, right? And that's my point. It's like that early on, if, you're, if you don't think about it, when it's, if I compare it to this analogy of like, if um, your tire bursts, 
right when you're driving or cycling in Amsterdam it's easier <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to change the tire on the side of the road than continuing down that road and trying to change it as you're going right that's yeah. not possible yeah so if well, you, you have no idea what we can do with a bicycle <laughs> you dutchies <laughs> yeah cool man. yeah so that that's essentially the message to it it's it's it, it is a, it is a positive thing i'm not trying to talk down any people there's some good work being going on over here And do do you think it would help if uh, CRO, for example, uh, when they come up with ideas or prioritize or things like that, um, basically go to the SEO team or PPC or yeah. whatever team and ask them, what are your struggles and can maybe I can run an experiment to help yeah. you get an answer? Do yeah. you think that's a good definitely, idea? Definitely, definitely. You know, you want to do it. You want to do it really casual first, rather than go and tell them like, what do you want, right? So the casual things is like again those coffees or lunch, lunch and learn sessions keeping it really casual and it's the agenda is like knowledge sharing right yeah and you start with that you don't start with work you start with making it fun and then gradually they will come to you and they'll say hey i've got this problem can you help me validate this then you know you're onto a winner and here's the thing it's not going to happen overnight you'll have lots of coffees you'll have lots <laughs> of lunches and everything and you may not see any change but it'll happen over time that's what i say it's a discipline and maintaining that consistency and that's where you'll, you'll start seeing the winners. When you talk about uh, it takes some time. Can take years, man. <laughs> Can take years. But this is this is what I feel like a CRO when they join an organization, there has to be a plan for a long term with that CRO unless yeah. unless there's something really bad about that person and they're really rubbish at their job, that person should be there for many years. Yeah. Because you can't transform a business with a one year contract. Right, but that but that's something we need to change on the management level, right? Correct. So that's Correct. not something that, that, that single person that. No. that has a six month or twelve no. month contract. No, you can't do that. And that I feel those those type of contracts are something that as a CRO you should avoid as well, just because it doesn't give you any enough breathing room yeah. to make change on the testing level, let alone the transformational level. Right. Yeah. So you kind of put yourself in a corner al- already. I know it's a job, and people want that job, and I might be being a bit naive and idealistic and saying don't go for those job but the only way we can make that change is by setting those rules i mean if you think of it um how are people hiring right now because if cro is so new right management's just like oh yeah we need a cro because they can increase our conversions and stuff right yeah that's the mindset they don't know any better So when you said I should be talking to CEOs and CMOs, yeah, I think I should be because I should be helping them understand how to hire better, how to set those expectations, what to expect from the CRO, you know, how long should they be working? That's the key uh, over here. And so the change has to happen on both levels. It's not like just these guys changing the way they work and their management's like whatever. And helping companies become an, uh, uh, avoid becoming the next Kodak by really understanding what they do, what yeah. what visitors value. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, and and um, I, you know, hopefully, as I said, these guys can be inspired to take it back. But if we start on this level, right, we can't change that level sometimes immediately. We're trying to do business transformation, right? It doesn't happen overnight. But if these guys start putting in those practices in the company, the management starts seeing it. They start becoming more aware of it. Once you unlock that awareness, that's when you can start making that change. Yeah, yeah. Does does that? I can imagine that uh, at effective experiments. I mean, it's a tool. It's a project management tool for for CRO. Uh, and I can imagine that uh, when when 
I think this is not our award uh, show. Uh. I, think it's, uh, I think the stream is down again. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to go jump into a song or something. Just yeah, yeah, that would be nice. So, but, but Manuel, so um, uh, when companies uh, need your tool, if they already have a CRO program um, and they, they think, okay, everything is really messed up, we need something to fix this, then they come to you. But I can imagine that's... The tool is not the, solu- <laughs> the solution. The, the tool is not the solution. And yeah. I've, I've also told them that because sometimes, and I've turned people away because of this, is because they come in with that mentality of like, hey, we need this automatic solution that can fix us. And I tell them, no, yeah. our tool is centralizing stuff and it facilitates stuff. We're not promising you you know, a silver bullet that you put it into your, into your system and then all of a sudden it's like magic. We're not that type of business that promotes that. Yeah. We help them because it centralizes stuff and we see that by centralizing it takes away the time so they they have more free time to do evangelizing and so on and so forth. But really they need to put in the work. Yeah. So I can spot depending on you know the first few first few sentences they say and what they're looking for I can tell whether they they are ready for it or not as well regardless of what stage the company is at. Nice. So, uh, will your slides be uh, online? Uh, I think so. I think okay, so. good. So, uh, we'll uh, we'll link to those in uh, in the show notes. Sounds good. And um, uh, I wish you uh, a very happy stay in Amsterdam. Thank you, man. You, yes. you're, you're going back uh, tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow yeah, morning. morning. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Have Thanks. Fun. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>